A man walked into a gay bar with a hand grenade. A dirt bike influencer has been arrested. A couple was arrested for having sex on a Ferris wheel. A woman was arrested for throwing raw steak at her boyfriend. And another woman has the world's longest locks of hair. These stories have something in common. They're all from the state of Florida. That's right, because it's Florida Friday. That's what we do on Fridays at Weird AF News. Only weird news from Florida. It's weird. It's good. Let's do it. Did you hear the one about the Florida man that walked into the gay bar with a hand grenade? Not a joke. Real story, guys. Real story. A Florida man caused a scene when he walked into a very well-known gay bar called the Corner Pub. Uh, They say this Florida man walked into the bar, went up to the bartender, told him he was carrying a grenade. He then placed the grenade on the counter, according to the bartender, whose name is Joseph Shakespeare. Shakespeare! Still a last name in 2022. I love that. It's fabulous. We have a quote from Shakespeare. He showed me a grenade. He said, don't be scared. It's just a grenade. And I got to admit, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, you think, Shakespeare? (laughs) Puts a grenade on the bar. Don't be scared. It's only a grenade. I didn't pull the pin or anything. Although after several shots, who knows? (laughs) I'm just going to put it right here on a napkin, this hand grenade. Don't be alarmed. Don't be scared. It's only a hand grenade. It can only make all of this go away. Now, Mr. Shakespeare says that in that moment, he was very concerned about the safety of his customers because that's very important to him. Shakespeare attempted to joke with the hand grenade Florida man in order to diffuse his apparent anger. What was the Florida man upset about? Uh, Here's a quote from Shakespeare. Well, I was just thinking, you know, stay calm because we have a lot of people in here. This is our community. So I want to keep everyone safe. I saw a hand grenade on the counter. I thought, how shall I keep everyone safe? Well, I thought I would talk this man out of wanting to pull the pin on the hand grenade. Not easy. I've never been in this position before. Thankfully, I had some help that afternoon. Yes, because a former Marine was drinking in the bar and overheard what was going on and decided to intervene. Here's a quote from our Marine in the story named Daryl, Daryl Darling. (laughs) Daryl Darling and Joseph Shakespeare. These are real names. These are real people. Here's a quote from Darrow. Well, I can see he was agitated at somebody in the bar looking to pick a fight. He had shown me a hand grenade immediately as I walked up. And, you know, I'm a Marine. I've seen these before and it looked pretty real to me. (laughs) This guy just shows everybody. How you doing? Hey, want to do a shot in a beer? Want to see my hand grenade? Check out my hand grenade. (laughs) That bulge in my shorts? No, I'm not happy to see you. That's my hand grenade in my shorts. I got a bazooka in my bedroom. You want to see it? Come home and see my bazooka. Um, Our Marine named Daryl Darling kept the man occupied while other patrons quietly exited the bar. Mr. Darling was aware the bartender had called the bar owner who called the police. He then persuaded the man to leave the bar with him so they could hang out and continue their conversation. He said they bonded by talking about military and police service and explosives. (laughs) So that's how you want to bond with someone talking about explosives. How many explosives do you got in your glove box in your car? I got a couple of grenades. Got any in your trunk? What do you got in your trunk? You got any in your basement? I got explosives. I got an RPG. RPG in my basement. I got a, I got all kinds of, I got, I buy these old 
mines, these landmines that haven't been tripped off yet, you know? I like to put them in my living room and, and then I do the Macarena in between the landmines. You want to come over later, do the Macarena around some landmines with me? <laughs> now we have a hero in the story. Once they stepped outside the bar, our Marine, Mr. Darling, wrestled the man to the ground. He said, uh, well, you know, I knew this guy could be a threat. I don't know how he's, he was feeling, so I grabbed, I grabbed his hand, I swept his full leg out. I just put my full weight on the back of his body once he hit the ground so he could not get up, you know, and then the police descended on him, took him into custody. They didn't release his name. We have no idea what his name is. I'm going to refer to him as Hand Grenade Guy for the rest of my life. Yeah. The authorities claimed that after inspecting the explosive, they found it to be totally inert. It's an inert hand grenade. He is now receiving some support for his condition, they say. Of course, this man is very misguided. He thinks that he can bring an inert grenade to a gay bar and pick up men. What is he thinking? The Florida police have arrested a dirt bike influencer. What's a dirt bike influencer, guys? Let's learn a little bit. The growing problem of renegade bike riders usually on dirt bikes and all-terrain vehicles in the streets of Fort Lauderdale, has resulted in the arrest of an individual that the police call a dirt bike influencer. Oh, boy. Nathan Lee Adams is the dirt bike influencer. How do you become a dirt bike influencer? Just take selfies while you're on the dirt bike? Videos of you jumping with the dirt bike? Making sweet love with the dirt bike? How do you become a dirt bike influencer? Nathan Lee Adams is 25 years old. He's described as someone with a very large voice and a large presence in the dirt bike community. Okay, this guy's known in the dirt bike community. He's a leader of the dirt bike community. He encourages other riders to join him. Wow, oh, that's probably what his Instagram's all about, just trying to recruit, using it as a recruiting device. People watch and go, oh, man, that dirt bike looks cool. Oh, man, I want, I want one of those. I want to... I want to ride with Nate, the dirt bike influencer, man. Man, I just want to do, if I could get on a selfie with Nate, the dirt bike influencer, if I could sit on my bike next to him on his bike, get a picture. Yeah, I like dirt bikes. If you watch Nathan's Instagram account, it shows here that he's popping wheelies with the dirt bike. Ooh, he's popping wheelies. I like wheelies. He also shuts down street traffic and performs stunts on the city streets. Hey, 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 what are you doing, dirt bike influencer? You can't be stopping traffic to perform your wheelies, holding up traffic in the middle of, who knows, even rush hour. Well, the police were very displeased with, with the way this dirt bike influencer takes over the streets. Yeah, I would be very concerned as well. You can't have that. Well, anyways, the authorities know about this guy. It's been going on for a while. They recently spotted him in a parking lot. Officers approached and ordered him to not go anywhere. But, of course, he's the dirt bike influencer. He jumped on the dirt bike. Wee, wee, wee! Started the dirt bike and sped away. Adams, the dirt bike influencer, was identified the next day. Police, police saw him again. They approached him. He denied fleeing the police the previous day and then just said he didn't remember the incident. After speaking with the police for a while, he agreed to help them keep unlicensed ATVs and dirt bikes off the city streets. What, they just recruited this dude? The dirt bike influencer? He just drove away from you the day before. Yeah, that's called uh, evading officers, from my understanding. 
fleeing a scene. Well, that wasn't really a scene, but okay. It says the Fort Lauderdale police say they have come up with a plan to deal with dirt bike riders and ATV riders because of repeated incidents that have led to violent crimes, hit and run crashes, and at least two shootings that left one motorist wounded and another one dead last October. Well, they're very concerned in Fort Lauderdale. Well, now you got the dirt bike influencer on your side. Well, I don't know. Can you trust this dirt bike influencer if you're the authorities? What if he becomes like a double agent and now he's really working for the dirt bike group? You know, but then you think he's loyal to your group, the authorities, but he's really just setting up some illegal jumping and wheelie popping with the dirt bike crew. Or a shooting, could be a shooting. A Florida couple was arrested for having sex on a Ferris wheel. Well, I don't see what the big deal is. You're supposed to have sex on the Ferris wheel. When you get to the top, that's when it's supposed to happen, you know? It's very romantic. You don't have to go through with the entire intercourse. Just, you know, some makeout is nice on the top of a Ferris wheel. Some people take it to another level, and, you know, I'm not going to begrudge them their romantic time atop a lovely Ferris wheel because sometimes you see a nice sunset, and that can be very inspiring, inspire you to take your clothes off and the clothes of the person that you're with watching the sunset. Turns out they weren't having it, though. A man and a woman, two Floridians, also known as a Florida couple, quality people, they were arrested at Cedar Point. That must be an amusement park. Four witnesses told the police they saw the couple engaged in sexual intercourse on one of the amusement park's rides. Well, only four people saw it. Uh, that's, that's pretty good for Florida standards. For public intercourse, usually in Florida, there's hundreds of witnesses. In Florida, usually there's a lot of child witnesses as well. These people getting it on in public, they don't care that the children are seeing it. So four is not such a big deal. Maybe they'll take a little bit off their sentence. Let's find out. Florida man David Davis and Florida lady Heather Johnston are 32 years old. They were allegedly seen having sex while aboard what's called the giant wheel. The two were confronted by a Cedar Point police sergeant and security. And then the Sandusky Police Department was called. I don't know why Sandusky was called. Maybe they handle Ferris wheel incidents. They specialize in uh, amusement park intercourse. The group of witnesses included two juveniles. Oh, juveniles saw it. She's the kids. They were in the cart below the couple on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> they, well, they saw it swinging. They're like, what's going on there? Uh, witnesses told the police that they could feel the entire Ferris wheel shaking. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Nice job, dude. David Davis. He's really... She's really giving it to Heather. The whole Ferris wheel shaking. That's the kind. Of <laughs> that's the kind of performance you want, ladies. Right? You want you want some effort. <laughs> the whole Ferris wheel shaking. <laughs> well, he can now forever say, you know, girl, you ready? I'm gonna give you that Ferris wheel shaking love tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my giant wheel. <laughs> this guy's got a new nickname. <laughs> And they're like, hey, Davis, you give her the giant wheel last night? <laughs> I give her that Ferris wheel shaking good time. You know it. Hey. Wow, this guy's going to be very popular in the neighborhood for a little while. Shook the whole Ferris wheel with his lovemaking prowess. So witnesses said they felt the carts shaking. They saw the man and woman expose themselves on the ride. Of course, the couple initially denied the accusations. 
According to the police report, Johnston, the Florida lady, told the police that she had shorts on under her dress and she had dropped her cigarettes. And when she bent over to pick them up, Davis helped her. <laughs> That's what she said. No, I was bending over to pick my cigarettes up. He was just helping me, <laughs> helping me, helping me see if we could shake the Ferris wheel right off the foundation. <laughs> This is like what a child comes up with for an excuse when you catch him and shit. <laughs> so dumb. I was just bending over to pick my, I dropped some Tic Tacs. Those are, they take a while to pick up. There's a lot of Tic Tacs. They're very small. Uh, of course, the couple later admitted that they were engaged in sexual intercourse. Yeah. Cause they just watched the video of the whole Ferris wheel shaking. <laughs> it's not a, that's not a picking up my cigarettes activity when you're shaking the whole Ferris wheel. That's something else. Something nice. Something sweet. Something that says, I love you. I'm willing to risk my life on this Ferris wheel for you. A Florida woman was arrested for attacking her boyfriend with a raw steak. This wouldn't be the first crazy Florida story that's involved someone getting arrested over attacking another individual with food. I've covered many stories like this. You, re you remember the fried chicken incident of 2021? Well, a Tarpon Springs, Florida woman is getting in on the action, attacking people with some food. She was arrested after beefing it out with her boyfriend. They had major beef. and She settled it with beef. She's facing domestic assault charges after allegedly throwing a raw steak at her partner's face. Hit him in the face with a raw steak. Doesn't say what cut of beef it was. I'm very curious. I'm, I need to know. Because a certain cut of beef might hurt while others might not. Was the bone in as well? I need to know that because that'll, you get smashed in the head with a bone. That could hurt. Within the complaint, they've identified the stake as a weapon because of the way that it was used. However, it wasn't confiscated at the scene by the police. <laughs> I don't know why they're telling us that. <laughs> they didn't want us to, they, it sounds to me like they ate the steak. <laughs> we also would like you to know that we, we did not uh, take the steak from the kitchen. We left it there. It was um, Exhibit A. We left it there. We did not cook Exhibit A and eat it later with some steak fries. We did not do that. We want everyone to know we did not do that. Make it very clear. Could you, could you write that in the report, please, that we did not confiscate, nor did we eat the steak with steak fries and a side of steamed broccoli later. Now, in the story, we have Rochelle Wright, age 42, uh, and the male victim who is not named. This victim's obviously ashamed to have been attacked and slayed by a tenderloin. Uh, they were arguing and under the influence when the, quote, assault took place. According to the report, right, the lady was angry at the victim and the stake went flying. She missed her target and only ended up hitting his chair that he was occupying. When the police questioned her about the incident and the flying stake, she said she was tired of his behavior and their arguing, and that's why I threw the stake. He's lucky it was only the stake. I was fixing to throw that microwave at his head as well. You know, when we argue, I don't like his behavior. Why not? I'll go hungry if it means hitting him in the face with a bowl of macaroni. <laughs> right was booked in the Pinellas County. Pinellas County, guys. You guys know Pinellas County? I think you're familiar. This is a misdemeanor charge, by the way. If you're thinking about smashing someone with a cut of beef, it's only a misdemeanor charge. 
The article ends by saying this isn't the first time we've heard a crazy story like this. Last month, a man faced felony charges for throwing hot dogs at a police officer. And I covered that story on Weird AF News because that's what we do on Florida Friday. I, I let no crazy Florida story go by without some coverage, guys. That's what you get. It's called dedication. A Florida woman has the world's longest locks of hair. This is a story about a Floridian who's actually doing something for the culture, breaking records with her hair. I love it. A lot of Floridians just trying to break records with exposing themselves to the most people that they can. This lady, nope, she's doing some stuff with her wonderful hair. She holds the Guinness World Record for the longest locks of hair. Can you guess how long her hair is, guys? Can you? I'm going to give you some time. Doobie, 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 donna, donna, shoo, do, boodle, donna, bona, doobie, lamba, diddle, Once again, I do the Jeopardy theme, but a little off so I don't get sued for copyright infringement. Can't afford to get sued. I'm recording in a closet right now, guys. Okay. Her hair has reached the length, a new Guinness World Record, 110 feet. Oh, my goodness. That's insane. You got to see the pictures of this lady. Her name is Asha Mandela. She is 60 years old. She's beautiful. She has beautiful hair. She was first awarded the record for the longest locks of hair in 2009 when her locks at that time measured only 19 feet and six and a half inches. And the record holder says her hair has now reached a length of 110 feet. She hasn't really cut it then since 2009, it sounds. This is over a decade later, 110 feet. Oh, fabulous. Mandela, the Florida lady hero of this story, lives in Claremont, Florida. She said she first started growing her locks when she moved to the United States from Trinidad and Tobago more than 40 years ago. Here's a quote from her. I don't like the term dreadlocks because I don't think there's anything dreadful about my locks. (laughs) I refer to my own hair as my royal crown of locks or my cobra. Mandela usually carries her cobra around in a cloth sling to prevent her locks from dragging on the ground or straining her neck. When I'm ready to go into my sleep chamber with my cobra baby, I would, I would have them tied up in a little sack and we cuddle and we talk to each other. Oh, 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 the Florida lady talks to her locks. She speaks to her cobra. Ooh, I love it. This is absolutely, absolutely, you're a Florida lady. You got to talk to your Cobra. This is amazing. She, technically, she's not a Florida lady because she's from Trinidad, but ah, she sounds awesome. I want to hang out with Mandela. She's got a husband named Emmanuel Che. Ooh, does he sleep with the Cobra and speak to it as well? I'm fascinated to know this. Her husband is a professional hairstylist from Kenya. How about that? He spends hours each week on maintaining his lovely wife's hair, also known as her cobra. He washes her hair once a week. This guy's fabulous. This couple is something else, I tell you. On occasion, when he washes the hair, it calls for up to six bottles of shampoo and takes two days to dry. It's a two-day process of drying the hair. Mandela says she plans to continue growing her cobra. I will never see or feel that there's a time I would want to cut my hair. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. That's how the story ends. She just screams, it's never going to happen. And she flies away on her cobra. Well, I really like to grow my hair long. 
Then I slap my husband with a stake. And then my dirt bucket influencer boyfriend came. And it drove me away. And then we made love on a Ferris wheel. Do, 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 do. We're making sweet love on a Ferris wheel. Yay! Hello, my friends, loyal listeners, weirdos. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News. Thanks for spending the time to do so. And thank you for sending me Florida Friday articles, those of you who did. Now, it's probably the weekend, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. We'll keep it very, very brief. Uh, If you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. The email's funnyjones at gmail.com. I want to say that I apologize for any extra noise. I'm uh, I'm not in... Not in the closet recording this. I'm recording in non-ideal situations. What are those situations? Well, in an apartment that's right next to a train track, basically. So that's the, you're hearing trains go by every like 10 minutes. It's been, a, it's been a challenging recording. Anyways, thanks for bearing with me. I appreciate that. Um, I'm traveling right now, doing shows outside of LA. But got to keep doing the episodes, baby. I bring my equipment wherever I go because I... I want to keep you entertained, man. I want to keep you. I want to keep that weird news funnel going, man. You need it in your life, man. Uh, and if you do need weird news in your life, and you feel like you want to help me out by supporting the weird news engine, uh, please check out the Patreon, or you could buy Jonesy a coffee on my website, weirdafnews.com. Yeah, weirdafnews.com. Who was that? An accident? Okay. Uh, you can. From that website, either join the Patreon or buy Jonesy Coffee. It's very, very easy. Or if you want to support the show, you could just tell a good friend. Just tell them, hey, how are you spending your weekend? Maybe you want to check out this weird news podcast by this fella that records the majority of his episodes in a very hot closet in the summertime. Summer, summer, summertime, you know, and that's not easy. Anyways, I'm rambling, highly caffeinated. That's the way you got to be in this world. Help me out.